you're watching and listening to Fat Bidet Knows Everything and it's very obvious it's called Fat Bidet Knows Everything because I do know everything. This week, what I want to talk about is I want to talk about the issue of many many people who are social distance shaming everybody else And today's episode is brought to you by Alitya Azli's Murku Eating Now full disclosure, I am fasting so I cannot eat so I've got somebody by proxy eating for me. She actually has been fasting what? Half day. Half day for many days now, right? But we're recording this in the second half of the day where you're not fasting anymore. You already broke your fast. You book a pasta what time just now? You book a pasta lunchtime just now, right? Okay, so now we're gonna talk about this social distance shaming thing. Now, Malaysia has been under MCO, uh, the Movement Control Order or Perintah Kawalan Pergerakan for more than 50 over days, okay? Nobody was allowed to go out, nobody was allowed to go to work, work was all closed, all the industries were closed down except for those who were providing essential services. Um, schools were closed down, universities and colleges were all closed down, everything was closed down, nobody could go out. You were supposed to stay home. You couldn't go out, uh, only one person in a household, household is allowed to go out for essential needs like buying groceries or buying food you're not allowed to go more than 10 kilometers outside of uh, the radius of where you live uh, and everything was very tightly controlled now a week ago slightly more than a week ago the government decided to say hey we're controlling the virus everything is going okay it looks like we might be able to slowly start to reopen the economy reopen the country and so they enforce the they declared the CMCO or Conditional Movement Control Order or in Malay is Perintah Kawalan Pergerakan Bersyarat PKPB Alright, you know that? Yeah? You don't know? Yeah So under the CMCO or the PKPB it's a little bit more relaxed now Industries are slowly starting to open people get to go to work uh, Schools and universities and colleges are still, they still remain closed uh, we can go out now, more than one person in a car, four people. You can go out in a car, four people, right? As long as you all come from the same house. Um, uh, we can go out to exercise. Uh, restaurants are allowed to open now. Uh, initially, um, several states said that, okay, we can open the restaurants, but only for takeaways. But now, they say you can even eat in the restaurants. Now, Selangor implemented it today. At first they said okay under the CMCO people restaurants can open but still take away no dine-in but starting from today people are allowed to dine-in alright as long as you practice social distancing. Now the Prime Minister even said that because the CMCO now the CMCO has been extended okay it was supposed to end on the 12th of May right but it has been extended till the 9th of June right that means it's going to cover several like important festivals in Malaysia like Hari Raya and also Hari Keamatan in Sabah and Sarawak these are big festivals in Malaysia you still cannot travel cross state boundaries state borders but they said that the government has allowed people to visit each other within the state right for the festivals like Hari Raya and Hari Keamatan as long as you do not gather more than 20 people at one go right so they're telling you We've got this under control. We're going to open up the country. We're going to open up the economy. 
you guys can start going out to exercise you're allowed to exercise but practice social distancing that means we've got to stay at least one meter apart we've got to wear a mask and most importantly we must stay hygienic we must always wash your hands how do we wash your hands Sing happy birthday twice, you got it! Whoa, 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 Yeah, sing happy birthday twice when you wash your hands to ensure that you are clean. Alright? Okay, so that is what the health ministry is telling us. That is what all the authorities are telling us. There are a group, there is this one group. I guess Malaysia is divided right now between the people who agree with the CMCO and the PKPB and the people who don't agree because they think, no, it's too soon, right? It's fine if you don't agree and it's fine if you agree. But what is clear is that the government has already declared that it is now more relaxed, right? Uh, there's this group of people who are so paranoid that they are trying to shame people who are still just following the law. People who go out I live in a residential area, I'm not going to name the residential area, but you probably know, right? And there's a Facebook group that represents the whole residential area. And there are people who are going out to the Facebook group, shaming people who go out running by themselves. They go out running alone, there's nobody nearby, and they say, oh, these people who go jogging should just die of the virus. Wait a minute. They're practicing social distancing, they're not coming close to anybody at all, there's no risk at all, but you're trying to shame them. Right? There are people who are taking photographs of people lining up and being slightly less than one meter apart. Oh, social distancing, flouting the rules, cannot! Shaming them publicly. Chill lah, right? And, and they want to say, oh, uh, you are risking everybody's life if you go out. You know, uh, you know, it's too soon and all that. Look, I think people need to be rational. People need to think a little bit. People need to be logical before they start being paranoid. I understand that everybody's going through this and nobody has ever had any experience of a pandemic this huge, right? But think about it. If you take the necessary steps, the logical necessary steps, everything should be okay. How long do you expect the country to be closed down, the economy to not work, right? Uh, some people may be lucky and fortunate enough to have you know, a high paying job or maybe even a buffer to last them, to, to help them wait it out. But some people, they're working hand to mouth, you know. Uh, some people work uh, daily wages, they earn, earn daily wages, right. And if and some people are self-employed and if the economy remains shut, they remain without an income. So we've got to think about everybody, not just one or two groups of people who are comfortable, right. So we've got to think about everybody. So what the government is saying is there will be risk. There might even be a spike in cases because of the CMCO, because of the rules being relaxed. But it's something that we have to face because we can never eradicate the virus. We can never kill it. Well, not in the short term anyway. We still have to continue with our lives. Think about it. We've had plagues. We've had diseases. We still have diseases that are, that are you know, even worse than... than, than uh, the, the spread is even worse than, than uh, COVID-19. Uh, you know, like dengue, for example. We've been living with dengue for so long in Malaysia. What do we do? We just live with it and we learn to adapt. What do we do? We keep, keep our houses clean. No stagnant water so that the dengue, uh, so that the Aedes mosquito can breed. So, you know, like we, we learn to adapt to, to, to curb dengue. Uh, what, we have the AIDS uh, epidemic, right? AIDS and HIV. AIDS and AIDS and HIV 
uh, that's been going around. What do we do? We learn how to handle it, right? Does it mean we stop having sex? No, we can still have sex, but we learn to take the necessary precautions, right? Uh, we use protection. Uh, we, 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 we make sure that we know what, we, what are the, the, the precautions that we need to take so that we don't get HIV or AIDS. Right? Yeah, so it's the same thing. We need to learn to live. We cannot live paranoid forever. Right? We cannot live paranoid forever. So we, we need to learn to adapt. This is my take, right? Uh, I'm not going to take any risk by going to places that I know are dangerous and risky areas. I'm not going to bring my kids to the shopping mall just yet because you don't know the people going there, who, where they've been exposed to, who they've been exposed to, if they have been exposed to the virus. So not yet. That one, I'm taking it slow. But I'm not going to be paranoid and not go out at all. I'm not going to be paranoid and not go out to buy food. I'm not going to be paranoid and not go buy groceries. I'm going to go exercise. I'm going out to run every day now. I'm so happy I can do that. Yes, I come across other runners as well, right? But we stay a distance. We smile, we wave at each other, but we don't come close to each other. We don't shake each other's hands. We know the necessary precautions, the rational and logical things, that, steps that we need to take to stay safe, right? As safe as we can be, you know, without being paranoid. Okay, so that's what I have to say. You can chime in. You, if you don't, you don't agree with me, yes, come on, argue with me, right? If you do agree, tell me, right? Um, you know, you can comment. You can, you can, you can ask questions. Uh, you know, this is a platform that we are in that we, that we encourage interactivity. So that's that. Now we are on the, 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 the part of the show where I recommend to you something. I highlight something that I find a bit interesting. And what I find interesting is this YouTube channel uh, by a person named Sugu Pavitra. And this YouTube channel has been taking Malaysia by storm, right? It's this couple, uh, an Indian couple, who post videos of recipes of how they cook, like from like chicken curry to vegetable curry to sambal udang pedas and all that, and, and parupu vade, uh, and all kinds of dishes. And it's a very, their, their videos are very basic. It's just her saying vanikam to the camera and then introducing the dish that she wants to cook and then she tells people the ingredients and then she, she cooks it in the video. And then at the end of it, she, her husband and the kids all enjoy the meal together. And she's been doing this since the, the MCO started 50 days ago. And her videos and their videos have been very popular. They're getting like a million views and hundreds and thousands of views and right now, right now they've got about more than 300,000 subscribers and they're now a YouTube partner. YouTube has contacted them to be partner because of their videos. They're very basic videos. They're very simple videos. But there is a certain appeal to it, right? And I particularly enjoy the end of the video where they eat the meal together as a family. So I'm going to recommend to you guys go visit this YouTube channel, maybe subscribe to it and watch their videos. It's great. Okay? That's it. Like this video. If you like it, you don't have to like it, then you can thumbs down the video, right? But subscribe to the channel. Uh, follow us on all our social media platforms at FatBidin. Not yet. At FatBidin and go to fatbidin.com to get everything. Right? You've been watching and listening to FatBidin Knows Everything. I've got three kids, one wife, and me to support. So you've got to like, you know, help fund my life. So you actually can go to the FatBidin e-store, right? I'm gonna link it below. I'm gonna link it below, right? And you can get actually like fat billion merchandise, right? And most of it are well, actually books. Are. I used to sell DVDs and films and all that, but hey, everything's available on YouTube now. So now if you want to get fat billion merchandise, it's mostly books. So I've got books here. I've got books here. See? See? See like this book? 
This is called uh, The Adventures of a Kerala in Afghanistan. It's a graphic novel, see? See, graphic novel which I uh, wrote uh, and illustrated with my, with my buddy, Apan, right? Uh, it's a non-fiction one. It's about my time in Afghanistan shooting a documentary for a month uh, when I was there. See, see, I'm a war journalist, right? So it's a really good book, right? Uh, I've got this non-fiction novel. It's called Operation Nasi Krabu, Finding Patani in an Islamic Insurgency. This book I wrote because I spent like a, I spent some time in Southern Thailand where there's a war there. You all know there's a war there, right? In Patani, right? I shot a documentary there which was banned for broadcast. But hey, they allowed me to publish a book. And if you get the book, there is a QR code at the back, right? There's a QR code at the back which allows you to watch it for free online. Oh, where's the QR code? Where's the QR code? Ah, there's the QR code, right? It's online, meaning you scan the QR code, you go to my YouTube channel. Okay, um, I've got another book. This is called Journal Dad, the Chronicles of a Journalist who Happens to be a Father. It's a, it's a compilation of my articles, my column when I was writing for the Malaysian Insider. It's all about like me being a journalist and raising a family at the same time. It's really funny. It's funny. It's funny. My best-selling book. Liberal, Malay and Malaysian, Writings of a Walking Contradiction. This is a compilation also of my uh, column in the Malaysian Insider. This one focuses more on like politics, race, uh, demonstration, democracy and religion and things like that. It's funny too. All my books are funny because I'm a funny guy, right? Yes, I am. And if you like films, I sell this book. See, I wrote this book with my buddy Wan Chun Hong. It's a guide to filmmaking, indie filmmaking. Uh, every chapter talks about one aspect of filmmaking and it, every chapter also interviews one like a uh, really prominent Malaysian filmmaker. It's really good. You can get all these books at the Fat Bidin e-store. Come on, feed my kids.